Kia ora, you're with the House and I'm Johnny Blades. As you've no doubt heard, the annual budget is to be delivered by the Finance Minister Grant Robertson this Thursday at Parliament. Of course there's a great deal of political interest in the event, but also a set of well-worn traditions involved around the delivery of the budget in Parliament, as the Minister explained. We begin walking down and there's a lot of, there's a, two boxes we have to carry down of copies of um, the budget speech. And so myself and Minister Woods, has, she's done that for me for the last couple of years as Associate Finance Minister. We come down to the House and at the beginning of proceedings, um, we deliver a copy of the budget speech to each party leader and also to the Speaker as well, and actually to the Hansard officer, um, which I guess is a long tradition too. So it's not written down anywhere that we have to do that, but it's part of the, I guess, the ceremonial nature of what is a pretty big day for Parliament. The budget itself gets tabled when I introduce the first reading of the Appropriation 2023-24 Estimates Bill, and that comprise you know the budget speech the budget uh, documents which include uh, the well-being budget document um, the budget at a glance document and also um, the treasury's budget economic and fiscal update so they all get tabled on in parliament right at the beginning there at two o'clock as it happens um, from one o'clock uh, political parties are in a lockup um, individually uh, where they have access to the documents. They can't leave that lockup in the case of the politicians until the bells start ringing at 1.50. And all the documents are still embargoed until 2 o'clock. But this again is a long-standing tradition where governments give opposition parties some time with what are a pretty complex set of documents. Yeah. Some time to digest the details. And then, of course, they get a chance to speak on it after yourself. That's right. So the Minister of Finance moves the bill and gets into what's the second reading of the bill, which is effectively when we make the budget speech. That can usually take somewhere between 35 and 40 minutes, depending on the Minister of Finance's uh, whim and will. Uh, and then immediately after that speech that I do, the Leader of the Opposition speaks for 20 minutes. Then after that, the Prime Minister speaks for 20 minutes. Then it goes around the leaders of the other parties who all get 20 minutes each. And then the budget debate continues after that, although it can be broken up with adjournments, uh, with individual members getting 10-minute speeches. Okay, where, where does this whole food uh, ritual come into it all? <laughs> I think we can actually blame Bill English for this one. So he, he started a tradition of eating a pie on budget morning as his sort of snack of choice. And when I came into office as a good Dunedin boy, I decided we needed cheese rolls. And we've had a variety of sources of those cheese rolls over the years, some flowing up from Dunedin one year and also produced here in the office. And uh, Prime Minister usually pops down uh, just to sort of wish me good luck and we have a chat and a cheese roll beforehand and yeah as it's, a, a, it's a celebratory thing almost it is it's sort of an acknowledgement that it's a special day um, I remember when I was the opposition finance spokesperson going to have my hair cut uh, the day before the budget and the, the very nice person who was cutting my hair at the time laughed and said you do realize I had Bill English in here last night. <laughs> so, you know, Wellington's a small town. Oh, indeed, indeed. So what happens with the House going into urgency later that day? So 
it's usually traditional that the government will have some bits of legislation that relate in some way to the budget that they want to kick off quickly. And so the House will, you know, go into urgency and I've signalled, you know, that that is what we will we will do. Um, usually those bills will revolve around, um, you know, the finances of government or some policy issues that are dealt with within the budget. Sometimes it can be a matter where the government's concluded it needs to put all of the stages of a bill through for a particular reason. It might be to avoid, you know, uh, arbitrage by somebody outside the house or something like that. And other times it might just be the first reading of a bill that's relevant to the budget to get it off to a select committee to get the work started on it. Does it go into Friday and Saturday? <laughs> well, it can, and I've certainly been here when it has um, uh, gone into Saturday. Uh, we tend not to give that away too much beforehand. Uh, we'll have some discussions with the parties via the business committee um, over the course of the week, but, yeah, that's very much been the tradition when I've been here. I think I can only recall one year when we didn't do urgency in the wake of the budget. It's your sixth one, isn't it? It is. It is my sixth budget. Is it, has it changed a lot in terms of the process? Um, I think we've refined elements of the process. We've certainly refined the way the documentation looks and, and tried to make it easier to navigate and use. Obviously, we brought the wellbeing approach in in 2019, and that changed things quite a bit in terms of the content of the document to try and look not just at the numbers and the spreadsheets and that, but actually look at why we're doing what we're doing and how we're going to measure our success. Yeah. And so that's changed the nature of the documents, changed the nature of what I as minister talk about. Um, budgets have been very, very dry in the past. I used to compare it to the way private sector does an annual report where the back half of uh, a business's annual report will be the profit and loss statement, but the front half will invariably be them telling you about why they've done what they've done and what they've done. And really, we've just caught up with that in many ways and put it into this well-being framework. So that's changed a bit. Um, there's a rhythm to the process that is familiar, but as I've discovered, each year pops up its own challenges. And um, this year, obviously, we had the cyclone and the flooding at the start of the year, and the budget process really kicks off in August of the previous year, and by January, February, things are shaping up. And so to have that event, tragic event for the people involved, come along, um, that obviously meant that we had to reset and recast a few things. So I've got used to things disturbing the budget creation. The, the budget, it takes some time for it to be actually approved, doesn't it? It certainly does. So once we've got ourselves through um, this, it heads off, this stage of it, it heads off to select committee. And at the select committee, we have estimates hearings where ministers and government agencies come along and they're quizzed and tested about what's there. And the budget process actually finds its way effectively through the whole year as they do that and it's referred back to Parliament and we vote our way through that. So the actual final confirmation of that won't occur for some months. Then the other parts of the budget process come into being where we review what we've done in a year and we've actually just in the process of completing that work um, for the previous year right now. That's the Finance Minister Grant Robertson. And you've been listening to The House, a programme produced with funding from Parliament's Office of the Clerk. Matewa.